Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis, and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new, and it is from God. While I was preparing for my morning devotion earlier this week and my time with God, the Holy Spirit spoke to me very clearly, and he said, Time is a commodity. I stopped what I was doing in order to hear God and to hear what he was saying and also to understand what was on his heart. Now, what's a commodity? A commodity, and I looked it up, is a useful or valuable thing such as water or time. And I looked that up in dictionary.com. It also said a commodity is a tangible good that can be bought, sold, or exchanged for products of similar value. Yet when we're dealing with time, because remember, the Holy Spirit said time is a commodity. Time lost can't be easily recovered. As a matter of fact, when you lose time, it can't be recovered at all. Once it passes, it's consumed forever. It's impossible to replace time. And we have only a little time on earth. In Psalm chapter 39, verse 5, and it's the International Standard Version of the Bible, it reads, Look, you have made my lifespan fit in your hand. It is nothing compared to yours. Surely every person at their best is a puff of wind. David wrote that psalm, and he was speaking about how fleeting our lives are on this earth, especially compared to God's life, because God is eternal. And he said, we're a puff of wind. Now, the scripture in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 And it's the New King James Version of the scripture. It reads, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now, when we're looking at time as being a commodity, it's something that's very rare. It's something that's very precious and something that's very invaluable. So we must redeem it because the days are indeed evil. And this is what the scripture, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 is pointing out. Now, what does it mean to redeem time? It means to use your time wisely and to be very intentional in how you live. We must focus on things that have eternal value. Things such as helping someone if they need help, praying for someone's soul, praying for your own soul, spending time with the Lord on a daily basis, hearing from him, hearing his heart on every matter. And as we do that, we will redeem the time because we'll become more like Christ. We'll be conforming to his His image and his likeness. Now, the book of James, chapter 4, verse 14, and I'm going to read the English Standard Version of the scripture. It reads, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. See, 
James wrote that scripture to express just like what David was expressing, how our lives on this earth is but a brief time. And it's like a, he said, a mist or a vapor, which means it, it goes away very quickly. That's what James wrote here. And so we must be, as I said before, very intentional in how we live. What are you doing with your time every day? Because remember, we're going to have to give account to the Lord Jesus of everything we did in this life, every word that we spoke and how we spent our time. So the Holy Spirit wanted me to compel everyone who's hearing this message today. Be very intentional in how you use your time. God is watching how you use your time. If you're using your time to binge watch different things on Netflix that may or may not be redeeming to your soul, be careful about that. Take that to the Lord. Ask him how he would want you to use your time. In Psalm chapter 102, verse 3, and it's the English Standard Version of the scripture, it reads, For my days pass away like smoke, and my bones burn like a furnace. Again, the days that we have, we only have 24 hours in a day. And every human being on the face of the earth has the same amount of time. It doesn't matter who it is. The question is, how does each person use those 24 hours? Are they allowing other things to draw them into it and away from the things that have eternal value? Remember, our hope should be built on the things that are lasting, the things that will be eternal long after we're gone. And those sort of things that are eternal are things of God. God is always concerned about people, building people, spending time with people, helping people. And for us being everything that he created us to be. Today's episode of Phyllis' New Creation is it's about time. See, all that remains of our lives on earth after we're gone is that which was invested in eternity. God wants me to continue to stress this because I believe he brought it up to me during the time that I was spending with him because many of us are not using our time wisely and we don't recognize that we are going to have to give account for how we spent our time. And there are many people who need us, us as Christ's ecclesia, his government, those of us who represent God, they need to know that there's hope. We need to spend time with them so they would know that Christ is the hope of glory. And if they don't have a relationship with the Lord, then it will be even more difficult, and it is difficult, for them to cope with what we see today. Talking about it's about time. We only have a designated amount of time to live. And God is the one who decides that, that time frame, how long we will live and live here on earth. Now remember, our time on earth will end. But as Hebrews 9.27 teaches, it says, It's appointed unto man once to die, and after this to judgment. We will be judged after our time here on earth by the Lord Jesus. 
And as I said earlier, it will be based on what we did in this life. So we can't do the work that God has designated us to do on this side of eternity when we go into eternity. We have so much time that God is expecting us to live out this life on this side of eternity before we spend time with those of us who will be spending time with him throughout eternity before we spend that time with him. So it's important for us to recognize that. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 through 18, and it's the New King James Version of the scripture, it reads, For our light and monetary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Again, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 and 18. Let me read that again because I want to make sure that I made it very clear. Paul writes, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. And just meditate on that one sentence. Paul is saying the things that we're experiencing right now for this moment, the troubles that we're experiencing, we're experiencing those because they are really achieving for us an eternal glory. See, what we're facing right now, this momentary, is temporary. And it's moving us towards those things that are eternal, which will be an eternal glory that the Lord has for us. And he says, because of what's in the in our future, what's in the future for us, that eternal glory, it far outweighs everything we're facing right now. So he's saying to us, the second part of that is, we're to fix our eyes, not on what the things that we can see, the things that are seen, but on what is unseen. Because what we see, what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. That's very encouraging. We have to train ourselves to focus on what is not seen. We have to train ourselves to focus on, to look beyond what we're experiencing right now. And we can only do that when we spend our time with the Holy Spirit, with God who would draw us closer to the Lord Jesus. See, remember, the Holy Spirit dwells within all of us who are of the household of faith, who belongs to the Lord Jesus. And he takes everything that the Lord Jesus says to him, and it's inside of us. He ministers to us. He teaches and he leads and he guides us into all truth. And so when we spend time with the Holy Spirit, he is ministering to us the things of God. He is God, remember. He's the third... He is the third part of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And so as we spend time with the Holy Spirit, we're being conformed in the image and likeness in Christ of Christ. So we have Christ's, Christ's thoughts, we have his ways of looking at things and viewing things, and really his ways of life, his way of living. And in those ways, as I said earlier, it teaches us to look beyond our present circumstances. Many people live in the present, in what's happening right now. And because of what's happening right now, they can't get beyond to their future, especially if they're in, Lord, in the Lord Jesus, their future, which looks brighter. 
talking about it's about time. Now, David said to us, and I read this earlier, in Psalm 39, verse, verse number 5, he referred to every person as a, as a puff of wind, very similar to what James said, that we're like a mist or like a vapor. And again, he is emphasizing the fact that our life here on earth is fleeting. It's a blip in time. It's passing away. So the scripture that I read earlier, the one I want to go back to, which is in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 16. I'm going to read it to you again. It says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Talking about, it's about time. Now we talked about and we've spoken about throughout why it's important to redeem throughout this message, why it is important to redeem the time. Or to make use of your time. And I said redeem the time means your way of life, how you live. Now let's take a look at because the days of evil, the second part of that scripture. Now in Galatians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, and I'm going to read the New King James Version in the scripture. It reads, Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of our, of our God and Father. Now, I read the scripture to you because we're speaking now about the days being evil. Now, every era, every age is against God's people. Talking about, it's about time. Now, God's ecclesia, we're his ecclesia or his governing body or his church, the church that Jesus has built. Whatever age we're living in, there's going to be resistance. It's going to be an evil age because of the fact that we represent the kingdom of God. And this evil age represents the world. And there are two systems that are completely opposite of one another. We have the kingdom of God, which is of light, which is which is of faith, joy in the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, self-control. That's the fruit of the Spirit. That's what we represent because the Holy Spirit is, is in us and that's the fruit that he produces. And with the world, the world will produce the works of the flesh, the complete opposite of the fruit of the Spirit. Remember. God is not the author of confusion, but the God of this world is the author of confusion. Whenever there's confusion, whenever there is, there is murder, whenever there's any type of revelry, whenever there's any type of, of ungodliness, remember, he always represents the complete opposite of the Lord Jesus. The God of this world represents the Antichrist spirit, which is the, the spirit that is against Christ. And also wants to be in the place of, of Christ. So when I speak of this evil age or the days of evil, I'm speaking of those, all those forces of wickedness, spiritual wickedness in high places that's attempting to rise up against God and the people of God. So that's why it's important for us to redeem the time. It's important for us to live a certain way because we're always going to live in whatever age we're living in, in a time when the days of are evil because we have opposition and the opposition 
is by Satan himself, who is the God of this world. Now, Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17, he says, Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. See, it's very important since we're living in this evil age and the days are evil for us to know what the will of God is. See, by keeping our heart pure, that's the way that we can understand the will of God. If we are double-minded, if sometimes we are worshiping God and other times we're acting as if we're, we're operating in the spirit of the Antichrist or acting as if we're divided, remember a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and he should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. That's what the word of God teaches us. So if we are double-minded, if we are unstable, then we can't help those who are looking to us as representatives of the Lord Jesus to point them to him. So that even if they're living in a time, which we all are, where the days are evil, they will know how to survive. They will know how to live because Christ in them will be the hope of glory. Talking about it's about time. So it's about us knowing how to redeem the time how to live properly, and how to live in an age that is evil. And in spite of it, rise above it and be the Lord's ecclesia, be his representatives in the earth, be his ambassadors. That's who we are called to be. And so the time has two, it's about time, has two meanings for us being the people of God. Number one, knowing how to redeem the time, live in these times, living in the times that are evil. And number two, stepping up and representing him in these times. Talking about it's about time. In Romans chapter 12, verse 21, and it's the English Standard Version of the scripture, it reads, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. See, we still, as the people of God, have the authority that's been given to us by God himself to rise above all these principalities and powers and all the opposition and to be in third heaven authority. Knowing how to declare God's word over every situation. And knowing that God, he says, he hastens his word to perform it. So he's watching over his word. He makes it comes forth when we speak his word to perform that which we've spoken. Talking about it's about time. And so in any situation, regardless of what age we're living in, regardless of how, regardless of how evil the times are, we have the victory. Because Christ has already given us a victory at Calvary. He defeated the enemy. And we are his representatives. And the Holy Spirit, Spirit, which dwells in us, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that same power is in us, that Deuteronomy's power is inside of us. I want to share with you a scripture that I know the Holy Spirit gave me to encourage everyone who's listening here today. It encouraged me. It encouraged me so much until I just 
fell on my knees to worship God. I just started to proclaim how wonderful he is when I heard the scripture. And the scripture I want to share is in Isaiah chapter 46, and it's verse number four, and it's God's words translation of the scripture. And it reads, and this is God speaking to us. He says, even when you're old, I'll take care of you. Even when your hair turns gray, I'll support you. I made you and I will continue to care for you. I'll support you and save you. That's the God we serve. A God who is love. And regardless of what stages we are in life, everyone who's listening to me on this message, everyone who I'm speaking to today, regardless of what stage of life you're in, whether you are a generation, Gen, Gen Z, millennial, Gen X, or anything in between, God wants you to know that he is with us. He wants us to know that he will take care of us. Be encouraged. I want to speak to those who heard this message today. It's about time. But it's not in relationship with this God. This God who just proclaimed in his word that he will take care of us at any age. Even when our hair turns gray, he'll support us. I believe that God gave me that scripture to share because he's calling those who don't have a relationship with him. There are those who are listening to this message and probably listen every week. And they probably believe they have a relationship with God because they were at some point a member of a church. They may or may not be attending. I know some churches are not open, but even not even online. They may have been a member of the church when they were younger, but they never gave their life to Christ. I'm speaking to you too. There may be those who attend church on a regular basis, whether it's online or even in person, and they believe they're saved, but are not. If you feel a tugging on your heart, whatever category you're in, this is your day, and I'm asking you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing me to hear this message today. It's about time. God, I know I heard this message because it's about time for me to believe in the Lord Jesus. And I'm coming to you today because I believe that Jesus died for me on the cross. I believe that you raised him from the dead. And I believe right now, God, he's with you. I want to thank you for drawing me today and ask you, Lord, to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. Save me, Heavenly Father. And I thank you for saving me. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis is a New Creation. And remember, Phyllis is a, a New Creation exists so you will know how to apply the Word of God to your everyday life. Today's message is about time. Was designed for us to know how to redeem the time, how to live out a life that reflects the Lord Jesus every day. And to recognize, even though the days are evil, we can still live out the life that the Lord Jesus has given us because we will be living in his purpose because the Holy Spirit is within us. 
You can find Phyllis's A New Creation in Google Podcasts. Just search for Phyllis's, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S apostrophe S, A New, A-N-E-W, Creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N. Remember, when you look for it, be sure to put Google Podcasts in it. And I want to thank everyone for helping Phyllis's New Creation to have over 3,300 downloads. And I know we have more than that now, but I want to thank you personally for supporting Phyllis's New Creation and encourage each and every one of you to send out the link each week and others to subscribe, but continue to send out the link. Heavenly Father, thank you for every soul, every person that you drew here today, God, to hear. It's about time. And I pray that every person that heard it, not only would they open up their heart and sup with Jesus, but they would share this message with other people so they too will know who the Lord Jesus is. And their friends and families, associates, everyone who knows them will open up their heart and sup with Jesus and Jesus with them. Amen. Have a wonderful day.